Hello and welcome to the Teddy Huggle Podcast. As you can see from the title, I am joined by a very special guest today. Um, and, oh, hang on, what should we call you? Should we call you by your PSN? Marcy Lolo. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Please. Hey, hey. Yes. So I'm joined by Marcy Lolo, my cousin. Everyone should know who Marcy Lolo is. If you play GTA, Thank you know you who yes. Marcy Lolo is. <laughs> Um, a quick disclaimer, um, the opinions and everything that we say in this podcast is the opinions of me and Marcy, basically. We don't mean to offend nobody, so people and snowflakes don't get offended, but I'm only a, we're not apologising for what we're, we're going to say anyway, yeah, because we're very opinionated, and these are our opinions. Okay, so the first question I'm going to give you is going to be, these are icebreaker questions, yeah? So... First one I'm going to give you is... Let me find the icebreaker ones. Okay. Okay, yeah. So, if you get out of the shower, why does your towel still get dirty? That is a good, that is a good question. Because... That doesn't make no sense. If your skin is clean... Yeah. Why do they get dirty? It doesn't make any sense. I think apparently... It's, is it dirt or is it because it was wet? What? Yeah, what is that? It might be excess skin. It might be excess skin. Um, next question. If Apple made a car, would it have windows? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> of course it's going to have to have windows. Explain it's a itself. Car. It's a car. <laughs> good one. Okay. It's a... <laughs> it's a good question though, isn't it? Yeah. It's a good question. Okay. What came first? The orange or the colour? Yeah, don't look at me like that. Why? 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 I don't know. Maybe that's where they got the colour from to name it. Cameron gave me the best one. Cameron said the reason why it was called an orange because it looked like the sun. So you know when the sun comes up, it looks orange a little bit. So it looks like the sun. So they probably they probably thought that was the same Uh, as that. It, It was a good answer, but whatever. Okay. Uh, last one and not least. No, that's no, that's gonna be it. I think. Yeah, that'll be it. So you're right now. You see, it's not, it's not bad, in it. You see <laughs> what I mean? Okay. First question. Who should you be more loyal to? Your husband slash boyfriend. Your family. Or your best friend. They don't have to be in any particular order. Just say, who should you be more loyal to? Who do you think you should be more loyal to? That's a hard one. It is. You have to think, you kind of have to think about it as well because a lot of people, okay, I'll give you an example. I I did a trial on this and I asked a boy the same question and he flat out called his mum a bitch. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, not my mum, my mum's a bitch. And I was like, what? And I, had to, I stopped the recording. I was like, fuck me, that's deep. No, I would say. Come forward a bit. Yeah, go on. Um... It's hard, yeah, because you have to think about it. And just, just be truthful. Just but be is truthful. that is when you're with them all together at one time, or just a standard? You have a preference. You know who you should be more loyal to. Me, it's because of what I've been through. I would say wife. Mm. But some other people say best friend because they don't trust their wife and they don't trust their family. I say wife because that's my new family now. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's what I say. kind of stuck. Between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. For me, it would be best friend. For real? Why? Why do you think but that? But then also, but you and you and you and but then you and your but you but you and you and her have been through a lot. Though. Oh yeah, like everything I've been through, she's been by my side. Because we've been best friends from we was eleven. Yeah, eleven. Like eleven years old, and look how old we are now, and we're still friends till this day. Yeah. Cause yeah, he's I 
have a boyfriend or whatever. But yeah, now I don't I don't know. But, but best friend, you're the first person to say best friend. I would say my best friend. Yeah, you're the first person to say best friend. Like I've not heard not had anybody else say best friend. But then I am loyal to you, so it's hard. <laughs> but But then you're loyal to me too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, it's, it's very hard. It's yeah, I can't just pick one. So what's up? Let's just say let's say you was out with each person. No, I can't. For me it's everyone. Please, everybody. For everyone, for everyone that I'm really like close to, I will be loyal to you 100%. Yeah. I can understand that though. That's to me, that's, but that's the way it's meant to be. That is the way it's meant to be. Um, so next question is in 2022, because we can't talk about back in our nans here because they had a totally different life. They, they kind of needed each other. Um, does relationship status matter now? Does it matter? Do you think it matters anymore? Relationship status. Do you need to tell people that you have a boyfriend? No. Does, does he need to tell people that he has a girlfriend? Why do you think not? No, I don't think so because... Like, let's say when guys try it. Mm-hmm. For me, it's an automatic shutdown. I'm not that person. Oh, no, sorry, I have a boyfriend. No, I don't do that. No, thank you. So what do you say to them? I said I'm not interested. Oh, but we could be friends. I don't need any more friends. You don't want to be my friend. You want to be more than my friend, which is why you've approached me. So we don't need to be friends. So no thanks. <laughs> but that's easy. But see, but that's what I say. I don't do that. Hell no. I have a boyfriend. Okay. And that's the thing. Oh, that. But that's the thing, though. You, but you know though certain men don't certain men don't hear boyfriend you know no that's what I'm saying some of them will still disrespect that because they, they will be like okay that's fine but I'm not I didn't ask you that I've heard somebody say that before on the street but I didn't ask you that we weren't talking to me we were talking to this girl and she's like no I have a boyfriend yeah but I didn't ask about your boyfriend that's good for you I'm asking can me and you be friends I wonder what makes them so brazen it's very brazen but, but they, should I tell you why they do that though? Because certain girls will just be like, "Okay." Because I've always heard a girl has always got a potential. She's always got someone there that didn't quite make it. Mm. Did you hear about the sneaky link? Yeah, fantastic. Did you see the woman though with her husband? Yeah, and she told him that he's the sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> do you know he, he? Do you know she broke his heart? Right then. Yeah, you can see it. You can see his heartbreak. <laughs> Did you see his heartbreak? I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. He, he's like, what? He's like, huh? What? Huh? Oh, you didn't know? Well, no, he didn't like, know. She's like, oh, she's like, she's like, you know how many people were shot that we were fucking? <laughs> I was like, you're breaking his heart right now. She's a bitch. She did break his heart. He was hurt. He, he was proper he hurt. Was hurt, hurt. He was hurt, hurt. He was hurt. <laughs> he was hurt. He was hurt. Okay. So the other question I've here. Sorry, people. I'm trying to multitask here. Okay, yeah. In a relationship now, as like I said, because we can't talk about our nan's era, and the reason why the reason why I have to put it is because it doesn't sound bad from me, but your dynamic of a relationship now is different from what how our nan and granddad used to have it. Mm-hmm. Nan was a, nan used to work, but granddad used to bring home majority of the money. Something. Mm-hmm. What is the role? Now, do you think of a man and a woman in rela- in a relationship? These days, it, for some, it seems like it's all equal. You both go to work and you both pay the bills. Yeah. Like either the same amount, or one will pay a little bit more. But I feel like it's it's not like how our parents grew up. So, do you think it's good or do you think it's bad? Do you think it's good or do you think it's bad? What would you rather be? Would you rather, would you rather, honestly, would you rather stay home or would you rather be working? Listen, how I'm feeling now, I would rather stay at home. Would rather... But I would rather stay at home. So can I ask you a question? Because I feel yeah. like I'm sick of working. Mm. But I think it's because I haven't been off in a while. Mm. Like I haven't had that proper time off. Mm. And I haven't left the country, I haven't been on holiday, I haven't had a break, it's just been work, 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 work. So I think that's why I feel that way. But I would, right now, Mm. I'd rather be at home, not working. But then I like to have my own money. 
And you can't tell me what to do with my money or tell me what I should or shouldn't spend it on. Okay. I work for that. Great. That's my Okay, so <laughs> let me give you a scenario then. Let me give you a scenario. Uh-huh. If your man earned enough money for you to stay at home and he wanted you to stay at home, would you do it or would you go to work? If he said to you, look, I can pay you. No, not even pay you. You can use this card mm. at any time and you can stay at home. You never have to work again. Would you Would you take him up on that? Yes. You would take him up? Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. ask you another question then. Uh-huh. Is this going to sound nuts? Would, okay, if you had a daughter and she saw you staying at home and then your daughter, 8, 9, 10, no, 15, 16, said to you, I want to be a stay-at-home housewife. What would you say to her? <laughs> you see how it dropped? You see how I dropped that? What? Yo, I'm getting better at this. Yeah. Don't muck around with me. Stop it. Don't muck around with me. But do you But do you see that? If your daughter came up to you and said to you, I want to be a housewife, don't... Mar- Marcy, I know the look you would give her. You'd be like, are you mad? What would you say to her? Weird, isn't it? That is. Yeah, but it depends. Because obviously at that age, she, I would tell her to try working first. Yeah, but why though? She sees and you see being successful. She likes it. Yeah, but she's seeing she, but she's seeing you being taken care of constantly. Well, that's fine. But, but there isn't nothing with being like a stay. What do they call it? A housemaker. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, but I feel as long as you are happy with that. Mm-hmm. And you're not being disrespected where, you know, like your kids and your husband will go through all the glasses at home and, and they feel they can't have another drink because the glasses are dirty, but won't wash it until yeah. you wash it. Yeah. That there would be a problem mm. because I'm, yes, I'm at home taking care of the home, but I'm not your slave. Okay. So I feel it's okay as long as you're respected and everybody still does some helps you somehow. That ain't a question I asked you, right? But I don't. That is what you asked me. <laughs> I asked what you. What would you tell your daughter? <laughs> would your, would you, if your daughter came to you and said she she wants to be a housewife at at eight, 16, 17, what would you tell her? She's like, forget school, forget uni, forget college. I want to be a housewife, mum. But where's the man? She's gonna go find him. Would you would you want her to could you could you no you say no I, you, people what you can't, I would do or what my child should do is two different you things. You can't do that. You can't do that. No, I don't know. But because remember I I don't know. I don't have kids. But that's weird, but that's weird, but that's why I'm asking you the question though, because even even though you don't have kids, when I when I put that scenario to you, as soon as I said to you, but if your daughter said you want you like, what? Never! You like, no, I got you done. She gotta go to school. In your brain, that's what it you goes said. To school. But then why does she need school if she's gonna be a housewife? Do you no, see what I'm saying? Because you can't be a dum dum. Okay, but if you're home to okay. show her everything what she needs yeah, to do, but the thing she might she might not you be can't, dumb. You can't always rely on someone because what if the man gets sick and he can't work no more? But that's, you didn't finish school. But that's why I put a scenario to you that he had money and that. That's why I put it yeah, to you. Yeah, but money might not always be there, so she, she should... So basically, the bottom line is, don't be a housewife. That's the bottom line. Because we would never teach our kids to be housewives, so why do we want to be housewives ourselves? Good. That's good. <laughs> no, I want... In front of me, let me say something now. All the podcasts I've done, that's the first time I've ever, I've ever had to do that. I've never got that question out. I've never had like someone because I heard it the other day and I thought oh let me try and put it to somebody else mm. and I forgot but now when I said that question now it's but that's just me how I'm feeling now <laughs> had no because if somebody had asked me that at that age yeah at, let, let's say 17 would you want to be a housewife hell no I don't want to be a housewife I want to go and work and make some money make some money but you know the way the kids are now they don't want to be because they're seeing their mums and their mums like, girl, yeah, go and get your money. They want to be housewives. They want to be caregivers. I'm like, what? But I think that's because their mums are not at home. Mm. And some kids would prefer their mum to be, their parent to be at home rather than be out. Like, no, you can't do this because i got to go work. Maybe it could stem from that kind of stuff too. Mm, okay, okay, okay. 
Okay, so is lying better than telling the truth? No. Why do you find it? I say tell the truth because either way you're gonna hurt the person's feelings. You're gonna hurt someone. So even if it's even if it's Tell the truth. Tell the truth always, you mean. Tell the truth. Always. Tell the truth. Oh shit. Tell the truth. I can understand you though. But I believe it's so lying as... makes it worse. There's only so much you could continue to drag on a lie. So what? you might as well mm. tell the truth. Yeah. My wife always says to me, whatever you hide in the dark. Yeah, and when it comes out. It doesn't matter. And, and, and not, not, but you know one thing I hate? Let me be honest with you. I am always the person that finds out. Mm. And I don't know why people always think they can confide in me to tell me. People tell me shit, and I'm like, I don't want to know, know, know this. I don't want to know this, yeah. But I can tell you because no, I'm like, yeah. But then yeah, I, I kind of have to now go back and tell that person that, like, yeah, I know. But the way you will do it will be in a, like a kind mm-hmm. of nicer way, so that person, <sighs> believe me, cuz, <laughs> believe me. Um, get into the lighter side of things because you blew past those questions very nicely, very nicely indeed. Imposter syndrome. Do you know what that is? No. So imposter syndrome is where you you work somewhere or you are somewhere and you have the credentials and you feel that you don't belong there. Like sometimes you'll be she's disrespected. She's disrespectful. She knows she she knew what she was doing. Sorry. Who is Alexa? That's Alexa's cousin. Alexa's cousin. (laughs) Ruby or something. Ruby. Um, What I'm saying, yeah, apostle syndrome is okay. So say you you work where you work now. Mm. You know everything you do, but somehow you still think you don't belong there. Do you ever feel that sometimes? Especially as black people, Mm. because we are black. Do you feel sometimes that if you know certain knowledge, you won't speak up because you think? Yeah, like, I don't belong here. Like, is, is it something? In this workplace, I've been okay so far. Mm. But I know people that are in that situation. Like what? Well, like, tell me a scenario. Like, you... Talk, man! Go on! Like, um... My friend in her job. You know, like... She wanted the certain role and had been there long enough to get it, but it was given to somebody else that had just kind of started in the business. So now she kind of feels really? out of place. Yeah, a new person comes along. Oh no, we're giving it to him because you know we just feel like you've got a lot going on. And is this an ethnic thing or is it a or is it like She's... he was better? He was better. He was better at the job. No, he's new. And I know, but was he? Yeah, but was he more qualified for the position, or? No, they said because she had a lot going on at the moment. That's kind of discrimination. It is, in a way, but now it's making her feel like she don't want to be. In that Does she belong there? She don't feel. Yeah, she don't feel like she belongs. She don't want to try. Yeah, because she she's like you know when you doubt yourself. Like I know I was good. Like I felt confident in the first place about putting myself forward for it to then be told no mm. we're giving it to such and such because you've got a lot going on do they know about her circumstances uh, and so 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 anything so like, yeah but that's bullshit then they can't they can't necessarily do yeah. that but you know what i've realized about okay remember where we used to work they used to do it to us a lot yeah and a lot of the managers used to make us feel like we had imposter syndrome. They make you, they give you the job, mm. and they make you feel like you shouldn't be here. Mm. And you're like, but why? Yeah. So why give me the job then? Like you're never good enough. It's stupid. Is she already a manager now? Is she a manager already? Or is she something She's under a manager? Under a manager. She's talked to HR about that. I make up a big stink. That's, I that's, would. That's what I said. I would. You know, I'll be honest with you though. She, she don't work in retail. No. Not retail. That's quite 
weird. I want to ask you about, I want to ask you just off the, well, not even off the books. And I want people to listen to what you say about this. Because we worked in retail for a while. Can you tell the people actually how retail actually made you feel? For when like you... a slave. Shit. Go no, on. no, I'm not even playing. I felt like a, a damn slave because like I never forget that morning. The manager was already in before me, saw that there was something on the floor, waited for me to come in. Let's say, what time did I start? 6 had been there from let's say six or half five whatever it was you eventually come out onto the shop floor to come and tell me about down the front of the store there was a basket down there mm. oh, I, should, I should take it to customer services like mm. stop what I was doing down the back end to come all the way to the front to pick up that basket and take it to customer services to then see that same motherfucker walk to customer services walk in that direction but i must pick up the basket and take it there and no i did not pick it up it stayed there and i asked him did slavery get brought back in and i'm the first slave oh shit and i had a bunch of stuttering uh, 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 are you are you Yes, I'm being dead serious. If Am you, I a slave? If you talk about slavery, let me tell you something. If you talk to, about slavery to your manager, they start like yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. They go mad. And people, I don't want you to think that I'm bringing this up because I'm being horrible. But what you need to understand is when you work in an environment where... When you work in a retail store, I don't know if you guys even ever see this or you ever see anything, but most of your managers are white or Asian but all the colleagues are normally black yeah. and I don't understand how that works none of, and none of the managers are normally women either they're, normally, yeah. they're, not, they're, not they're not women so and then I, I used to have a problem where and if she's a woman oh that one she's a bitch it's not she's a bitch she has to she, be a certain way to hold that position yeah she um I remember uh, okay hold that position I used to feel to myself as well a lot of the African managers that were in that position I used to find very condescending like they used to the way they used to talk to you sometimes I used to think to myself hold on a second are you mad like I, you know some people I'm not one of them type of people my cousin's laughing right now I'm not one of them type of people yeah that will that will be on people for certain reasons but I have worked me and my we used to work together so we know that and you used to hear the way people used to talk about me. And I was just a supervisor. And you're thinking to yourself, like, remember when I left mm-hmm. and people were like, oh, we miss Teddy. Yeah, we miss him. Oh, you miss him back. now. But when he was there, you gave him a whole heap of hell and trouble. Right. Now, I'm going to put... Don't cry for what, what uh, you didn't want in the first place. Right. Now, we're in such a better place. But the majority of us that have left that place now, I'm glad. All yeah. of us have gone on to bigger and better things. I think like... And are, and are happy. Yeah. I think like 20 of us have left now. 20, about yeah. 20 of us are gone. Yeah. And it's and each of us, we all... Apparently, think, when I think about it, we all kind of work in the same area because most of us are doing what I'm doing mm. and most of them are doing what you're doing. Mm. So we and all... better. We all kind of follow in... Because in the way you're working in retail... And you're being disrespected by the people you work with. Yeah. Your managers or whatever you want to call them. And the people that come in to shop. Yeah. But then look at how everybody started behaving through lockdown. Yeah. When you realise, actually, the people that are still leaving their house and putting themselves at risk every day are the ones that are not paid the most and get disrespected the most. Yeah. Because I said something, because, yeah... Because when I saw the key worker thing, I was like, oh, it's for, the, it's for like the NHS, NHS. Yeah. And I thought, what about the, no. what about the, as, I'm not saying that because we don't save lives, but we gave them food. Yeah. And it they was like, it. yeah. When they were acting like wild animals, tearing down the shelves and leaving everything empty and not thinking about anybody else to stockpile in their homes. That's a, yeah. You need it. Yeah. And the funny thing about it, yeah, and I'm going to break it down to you guys right now, all the people that you don't know, all key workers had food in their yard. I'm going to break it down to you now. I was shopping from in the warehouse. 
I did, I'm telling you like I don't wear that no more. <laughs> I had bags of rice in my house, bag of toilet roll, bag of everything. I was shopping from in the warehouse. My my trolley in that used to be in the warehouse and I was hidden. And I'm surprised. Hang on. Were you working? There when uh, No, no. You weren't working then? No, no, I had left by then. Shit, man. So it was I, hard I times. was one of them people was like, rah, there's nothing left in the shops. Yeah. So you would have been, so if you were there, if you were there, and you had worked nights when I was there, you would have been probably better off to come in and done your shopping in the warehouse. Yeah. Because that's where we were doing it. Like, it was so bad. Say there was like something on the bottom of the pallet that they wanted, like pasta. They would rip the bottom of the pallet out and the whole pallet would be on the floor. Literally, it was that bad. Yeah. And people don't... I know what they were like in that store. And you can imagine, imagine that now. Them people, they're trash. Yeah, and imagine how they, so imagine how they are on a normal day. Imagine when they are. It was worse, I could only imagine. And that's what, when all of that, um, like lockdown kicked in and all that COVID and whatnot, in a way I was happy I wasn't there. Because I could only imagine how much hard, like how hard you would have had to be working. Yeah. Arguments with people. Uh, yeah. People lying about them having a, a sick nan. Yeah. That she's dying. Yeah. She needs toilet paper. We were getting all that. People yeah. people fighting for baby food. Yeah. Um people think that Black Friday was bad. Black Friday was nothing compared nothing. to what we yeah. went through. Yeah. Trust me, people. So don't people I'll just be honest with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. If you can if you can go to school, learn your book and not go into retail. Do it. Make retail <laughs> your job on the side like, apart yeah, from your yeah. studies. It's not the main thing. Your manager as well. If your manager is forcing you to work, tell them for tell them to fuck off. Because their their whole I'm gonna break it down to you. Their whole plan is to if you're a good worker in retail, they will make you work instead of the person that should be working. working yeah. So what they will do is, okay, I was a retail manager. So what I would do is, say I had a guy called Eustace. Mm. If I knew Eustace could do four, five, and six, I'm making him do four, five, and six. And I'm going to say to everybody else, I don't want anybody else. I'm going to make Eustace do four, five, and six, five days a week. I don't care about his school. And that's what they do. So I'm just telling you the mentality. If you are a young person, you are listening to this, and you want money right now, don't go for the money. It's not worth it. Study, because you will be in head office at these places and you don't even realise what's going down on the ground. You, you don't know. Like, you will not understand. Believe us. Do not work in... Sorry, but do not work in a supermarket because you don't know. The money's good, but you don't realise how hard you've worked and how much life you've missed yeah, out on. and physically draining. Yeah. Like, I don't come in with all that achy way my legs used to be throbbing and my feet walking up and down doing nonsense. And it's... And it, they're not even appreciated. Yeah. You get like what? And then little... that stupid little bonus that they will go and put tax on you. Well, keep it. You know my bonus now is like 1,400. When I get my bonus as well, it's decent too. My bonus is like 1,400. And we used to get that what? Sometimes you used to get 20 pounds. 20. <laughs> 20 pounds. For working for the year. 20 pounds bonus. You're taking the mick. Um, but that factors in if you were so sick and how many days is that? rubbish yeah exactly so we've we've literally sidetracked literally sidetracked okay i've got another one for you this is one this was one of my 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 peeves that i heard that i I can't stand this what do you think what does (laughs) when someone says to you oh you're black and well spoken what does that mean to you what does that mean bitch you want to slap that to me is you're black but you shouldn't be speaking like that really yeah like you're well spoken what's a well spoken I think it's a racist term I think it is as well it's like like I said you shouldn't be speaking like that I think it's very racist I think it's very racist for someone to tell me oh you're well spoken I'm like okay my language Hmm. Is not a barrier because you can understand it and I talk like this and because you can understand me doesn't mean that I'm well spoken. Basically you're trying to say to me, Oh, because I sound British and I and I can talk and I can talk properly, you think I'm well spoken. Because an African man That's what I'm just about to can say. have the same degree 
as you yeah. and speak in his tone and his dialect and his language and because he doesn't speak like you yeah he's not well he's spoken, not well spoken. He's not well spoken. have you ever heard someone say that to you oh yeah. you're well spoken yeah. oh you speak properly what does that mean you speak properly that's really starting to get on my mean, nerves well because my english is not broken mm-hmm. it is rude it's very rude right yeah oh um, another question. Do you think your feelings matter? Be honest with yourself now. Mm-hmm. Hmm? In what way? It depends what the situation is. What, like what? Anything, like out on the street, boyfriend, friends. Do you think people take you seriously? I think that people I'm around take me seriously. You think so? I think most of the times with most people my feelings are considered. Yeah? Yeah, I don't. You think it's considered? Do you think do you think do you think people pay attention to you enough that when you're talking they don't over talk to you? So do you think that people put their matters first instead of yours? And then you have to sort out their problems and then when your problems rise, because you've cured everybody they don't matter about you, so you're just stuck there worrying about it in your head. Mm-hmm. I feel I used to have that problem, mm-hmm. but I don't now. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore now. I don't think I get bombarded with people's problems anymore simply because I don't have the time. That's good. I don't feel like I'm available that much mm-hmm. to be that person listening. That's why. But I feel like before. A couple of years ago, I was saying wasn't that problem. I was having that problem. Mm. With you know. Okay, I do remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. But that's good though, because a lot of people I ask, they say yes, and then they when I break it down to them, I'm like, mm, actually. Because a lot of people, like, I remember, I, I have my status. I cure people, nobody cures me. Mm-hmm. That's my status. I said that all the time. I created that. Mm-hmm. That's me. Mm-hmm. Because people tell me of their problem. And then when it when it comes to the end of it, I've realised, oh, I've helped all these people. But then when it comes to me now, no one sees what I'm going through. And I thought to myself, that's a bit weird. Like, how does no one see what I'm going through? So everyone else, everyone else's problem I can solve, apart from my own. Because you ain't got no one around you to help you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, if you had, do you, if you have any regrets, hang on, it says, if you have any regrets, is there anything you wanted to do but haven't done? It could be anything, like when you were a kid and you wanted to be a painter or something like that. You've done everything you wanted to do. What's the career path that you wanted to do that you haven't chosen that you really wanted to do back then? I actually wanted to work in a nursery and actually one day have my own. You could still do that though. <laughs> no, but when I went and worked <laughs> in the private nursery. Yeah, oh, so you've actually worked in one. I didn't know that about you. When I did that, it made me realize. <laughs> you didn't want to do it. Uh-uh. <laughs> what happened? Uh, some of the staff were horrible but then they didn't really have the backing and the finances to get certain things for the kids and some of the staff was actually buying the, <gasps> the books and the colouring pencils that no. the kids were using that no, sort of no. I was like no but the people that owned the nursery you could see they had the money from the of type of cars do. they drove they just went to check in they didn't actually care they didn't care at all. And it was the staff. She was like, oh, all them stuff that you see the kids using there. She was like, I actually need that out of my own money. Because they weren't providing. Do you know that there's meant to be, there's a syllabus for people, kids in nursery. There's certain things that they have to be playing with to get them to yeah. go through. And the nursery owners were not doing it. Do you know, for one child to go nursery is like £800. Yeah, that's what struck me. Because, yeah, that's how much it was costing. And she was like, our pay is rubbish. And out of that pay, I'm using that money to put back into this person's business and they can't up the pay. So I was just like, wow. And then another one, the way how I saw some of the staff treating the kids, 
For what? Like how? Like one of the kids, this was this white lady, and this little boy was mixed race. And it just felt like she was continuously picking on him. Like it's always, hey, you stop that, you get down. And I'm looking, I'm like, but to me, he's just playing like the rest of them. So why is he? Where was his nursery? Just down there. Wow. Just, um. Was that what, like a placement you did, or was it like a full, like full-time job that you had? No, it wasn't a full-time job. It was literally, let me try this. It was to go with my... Um, work experience. It was like work experience, but where I was studying, doing that, what was it called? Oh, no, Some, much. I forgot, it was health, health and social... Health and social care? Yeah, I was doing that, and like I was studying that. Mm. So they put you in placements for a while. Yeah. And then after that, placement? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm doing this. I haven't had that in years, placement. Quit. You quit? <laughs> I quit. I was like, I'm not doing it. I didn't even bother finishing. I was like, forget it, whatever. Wow. And then I started working with my mum with the kids instead. You know, if you had done, if you had, if you had done that now, not even being bad man about mm-hmm. money, you know how much money, Probably. if you had a building and you had like six classrooms and there's six classrooms can hold 20 kid a pop that's 800 a kid <laughs> 800 a kid I'm, my, my eyes are rolling right now so if you could go back in time and tell your younger self three things what would you tell your younger self you're sitting there right you are right now and your younger self just popped up a 15 year old mom what would um, you tell your younger self like one don't be scared do it and do what like just put do whatever you want like you want to do like just go and try because you won't know unless you try and to be more confident you know you can do all those things yourself now yeah you know that, isn't it all those things you said to yourself, you can do them right now. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't have been so scared or like nervous to try and do new things and do certain stuff. I wouldn't just do it. That's good. That's good. No, it's good. Because everyone says the same thing. I've, I've done this 10 times now and everyone has said to the person, don't be scared, try new things and don't be scared to do things. Mm. Like, don't be scared. Everyone said the same thing. Yeah. Like, it's, take, just take the risk. As long as you don't almost kill yourself or kill somebody, you know what I mean? Do it. Try, yeah. Because now try. you're thinking that like, if I didn't, if I did that, then where would I be now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to take the risks. Okay. So second to last question now. So this one is now the truth question. I don't want you to hurt nobody's feelings, and I don't want you to be racist about it. So when you talk about this, be cordial, cause yeah. But what is your most racist experience is either you or what have you seen someone go through well I can tell you what has happened to me good that's what I want because <laughs> I've had a few situations though like when I went on holiday with my bestie we went on the cruise I'm telling oh, you we shit. was in this time we was in Dominica mm-hmm. and the old woman was a white lady she comes along oh look at you sitting there fanning yourself you should be used to this heat <sighs> like excuse me i should be used to the heat so i asked to her i looked at her and i said how am i supposed to be used to the heat when i was born and raised in the same country as you which is england when does england ever feel like this does she say anything i think people forget themselves yeah, yeah, but it doesn't mean because our skin is dark that we're automatically used to being in the hot heat. Weird. You're not used to not used to it. Nobody is used to that level of heat when you you've been in the UK from birth. Mm. Mm. You only get that extreme kind of heat when you leave the country. And I need to I need to remind people as well. UK heat. And Caribbean heat. It's two different things. It's two different things. So in the UK, they make you work yeah. in the middle of the day. In the Caribbean, we're not outside. No, no. <laughs> Everyone's, get in the house. 
Get in the yard. Look at me. Remember, Nan, Nan will cuss us. Remember? Where are you going? <laughs> Nan will cuss us. If we were outside at 12, Nan was cussing us. Where are you going? It's too hot. Don't be at this. See when the sun is highest in the sky? Yeah. In the Caribbean, you don't, you don't go outside. Go out. You do not. It's the worst time. Don't people, go out, and it's the truth. Most people in the Caribbean got off after three, you four. You remember when we went to, to the shop? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, me and Marcel went on holiday together. It was great. It was great. Mm, she we, wasn't lying. She was not lying. It was bacon. It was bacon. I, I miss Barbados though. It was nice. I miss Barbados. And what possessed me to have on them sandals that was jelly. Yeah. Oh. And the floor. My feet got burnt. <laughs> Should have listened to her. Do you remember? My feet were... <laughs> Your feet were burning. <laughs> they were burning. The sole of my feet was getting burnt from the concrete. Because I, because we didn't listen. We went out in the midday sun. <laughs> and, and, let me, and let me tell you another thing as well about the, the racist um, question that I just asked you. I remember, remember Nan said to us that black people no longer want to chop in the fields. It's all the, when we saw the white people cutting the sugar cane. And we were, I was like, where's all the black people? She's like, black people don't want their job. And I was like, shit. <laughs> There's white people in the Caribbean cutting sugar cane. <laughs> Do you remember? And I was like, what? Can I remember? I, if I remember, yeah, when I, I remember I said to the guy, I want to see him, I want to see a plantation house. Yeah. So the guy goes to me, he said, I remember he said to us, you will know that it's a plantation house before you get there. Yeah. So I was like, how am I going to know that it's a plantation and then I realised okay coconut trees are not lined up in a line anywhere in the Caribbean apart from when you go to a plantation house if yeah, you dry. see trees yeah if you see coconut trees in a line mm-hmm. going down the street mm-hmm. perfectly divided you are close to a plantation house and it's only when we drove there and I see the white people in the yeah. field cutting down With their that sugar cane one random house yeah. In the middle, surrounded by greenery. Yes, greenery, and it looked fucking nice. Yes, yeah. nice house, yeah. That's when you realise that you're at a plantation yeah. house. Yeah. I'm telling you now. And it's so, let me tell you how, I want to tell you how racism works on my side. I didn't realise how bad racism was. England is bad. Mm-hmm. But when we went to the Caribbean, and on one side of the road, you had hotels with pavement. Yep. Nice cut grass. And on the other side, you got shacks and a gutter. Yeah. That's when I realised that racism is real. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong, I knew it was real, but that's when I knew the Caribbean is still fucked up to this day. It is. It is, because it's, yes, but when you think about it, racism was still going strong and the way people used to behave in the 60s. Mm. And that's when our parents was born. Yeah. So think about it, like, Nanny's still alive. Imagine what stuff she had to go through go through and she came to England in the 60s yeah and that was the Brixton bombings yeah the Soho bombings yep the one in Brixton Soho where was the other one there was another that, one the fire what fire is it the Deptford in, in Deptford New Cross I think it was yep they went through that teenagers you know I mean they went, they went through a lot mm. our families have been through a lot mm. so that's why I don't because my mum said when she come here like why she doesn't have her like accent anymore. She said she tried so hard to remove it because the teachers and the kids in the school would bully her. Well, white kids or black kids? The white kids. But miss, what's she saying? We can't understand her. We can't what, understand what, her. What, so when your mum come over, she had an accent? Yeah. I can't even hear that. No I know, exactly. Gone. I don't hear that. Because she says she was bullied non-stop and she was like, it was even the teachers. And imagine that's a nine-year-old child. Mine. But you want, but you you brought us over here after the war because you didn't want to do things. Mm. So I don't understand why are you being racist to people that you need. That's why I don't understand. But those things are, have been built off the backs of black people in this country. I can't. I wouldn't say that. They, uh, I, no, don't get me the wrong. Buildings and stuff. Yes, them old, them little old buildings don't that get you me, see that they want to yeah. protect. Don't get me wrong, but trust me, without everyone working together England would have never been built the way it is now Mm-mm. 100% no. so that's why when they t- that's why I say to you not don't get me wrong I don't want to say that black people did everything when they tell us to go home I built that with you yeah. that's mine as well <laughs> so when you're telling me go home okay I'll take every fucking brick then 
and then you're gonna have to leave it where it is. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't like these Windrush people. I feel sorry for them right now. Yeah. I felt sorry for them then. Like Windrush people, you lost, you lost the, you lost documents. Yeah. And you're telling people that I haven't been home since the sixties now to go home. To go home. They have. And their... nothing is there. Everything and everyone is here. Yeah. So they know they ain't got no family and all that. Like immediate family out there. Yeah. Unless go home. Yeah, like go this. Home. Like this. Like this. Go this. This, this is where you're from. Um. And the last question I always ask people, um, I always bring it back to Nelson Mandela and um, Nelson Mandela, Malcolm X, and uh, Martin Luther King. If you now had a chance to talk to people, if you were like them, and you had a chance to talk to the people every black person, everyone, every black person around the world. What would you say to them to try and unite them, to try and get them under one banner again, like Martin Luther, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X? What would you, what would you say? Like, what would be your speech? Like, do you think you could say anything? To be honest, I wouldn't know what to say. Do you know what everyone's Honestly, giving me the answer? No, for real. I wouldn't know what to say. Do you know, do you know, do you know that? Everybody has given me the answer. I asked my friend, you know Dan? Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked him the same question. He said, he said, Dom, I wouldn't know what to say to everybody now. Because really? he said that Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, they came back they, now, yeah. they wouldn't be happy. They wouldn't. They would not. Do you know, I had a joke the other day and I only put it together when I heard about this. <sighs> Sounds really opinion. bad. Sorry. What would you say? Would you know what to say though? What would you say? Okay, can I tell you the joke first? Go on. And the reason why uh, whatever I say is not going to matter after I say this joke. (laughs) It sounds really bad, but I heard it, but I have to say it. It's not even a joke, really. It's It's just something that I heard. You know, black people fought for equality to use the toilet and if we didn't use that if we didn't fight for that now you know we would have our own toilets but what would be better to you using shared toilets or using the black toilets if what alright now do you see what I'm saying cuz do you see what I'm saying think about it Going in Asda and seeing a coloured toilet and a normal toilet. Which one would you be more prouder to use? Now in 2022, what type would you use? Go on. Now, how fucked up is that? (laughs) Uh, There's a second question I'm giving you now that's been fucked up. One about the housewife and two now, if there were still coloured bathrooms... We'll be like, okay. But we fought for that in the 60s. We fought for that. Coloured bathrooms, cuz. It's it's the way they did it. Think, no. If we had our own water fountains right now. If we had our own coloured stores. It sounds, it's ignorant of me saying it. It sounds mad ignorant. Because we wouldn't be able to go into Asda and all these places. No. But then we would have our own. You're so right. They did fight for that. We and fought now, for our. To- and now people are trying to have these things. Oh, it's black owned. Think about it's it. It's black owned. It makes so we're, we're, we've gone all the, all the way back. The black pound. Mm. They would have given us our own black pound. They would have gone niggas. Fuck off. Mm. It sounds it's ignorant. I'm not. It sounds ignorant of me. But we fought for shared toilets. What? Nowadays. I kind of think black people want their own toilet. Mm. Do you know how clean our toilet would have been? Yeah. Shit. People, I know, that's what I said to you, it's the opinions of everybody, of myself. I heard that the other day and I thought, holy shit. We fought for something that I would want now. But that's, that's just based on people's nastiness. Like how yeah. dirty people are. You think, you think, but this is what history teaches you. That's why Malcolm X and 
Martin Luther King now, Nelson Mandela, all these people will be vexed because what they fought for is equality. Mm-hmm. And now when you break it down, you're like, no, nah, I kind of think I would want my own toilet. I kind of think not segregate us in a way where not segregate us. So I don't want to be working for free. I don't want to be in the fields. I want to be treated equally. That's fine. But in America, you ask them, do you have a black section? They said, no, we can't have things segregated like that. Mm. But in England, they've got a black I section. I didn't know what I didn't. You are so right. It's true, but the, the shitty little Caribbean piece mixed in with the African and the Asian and the, the, the Polish on the other world side. World cinema. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in world cinema. Mm. What? I remember I asked for the guy. I asked the guy. Where's your? I asked the guy. Where's your black section in America? He said we don't do that. I said to him, that's a bit dumb. And he goes, why? And I said, I could I could find my films right there. And he's like, no 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 no. You have to go in look for. I want Tyler Perry at the time, or you can look for Tyler Perry. And I'm going, but this is long. Like, this, the, the T section is massive. I said, in England, all I've got to do is go around. And we had, like, this one back bit. And the guy was like, yeah, but that's wrong. It is wrong. Because the guy thinking goes... thinking about it now, yeah. it is wrong. Thinking, because I'm thinking, I went to the supermarket today. And I remember, where's the Caribbean section? I'm looking, looking. Oh, there it is. You're right, it's wrong. It should all be blended in. But then isn't it easy? But then is it easy? But now isn't it easy for you to go and find the stuff that you want? It's only easier because you know, okay, the kind of stuff that I will eat and drink is right there in that section. But really, when you think about it, if they're trying to say that everybody is one and everybody is equal, it shouldn't be like that. It should all be blended in. But then you see, you should be able to find chicken seasoning. With other seasonings, like yeah. with the oregano, it should yeah, be all on that be one thing. There. But for some reason, why it's not because they call it world Dun, foods. Duns River or not? But then, yeah, but yeah, but then, yeah, but then, Duns River is not Caribbean. It's made here. Mm. So who is so who is Duns River? Mm-hmm. Like Rubicon now is not owned by black people. No, it's not. It's not. So I, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't dark and lovely is not. It doesn't make any sense. Most of the hair products are not. So exactly, but that is. what's that? Oh, that's owned by black people. Okay, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> that's it. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. For coming on. This is your first podcast with me. See, it's yeah. normal, isn't it? Yeah. Told you. This is this is it. This is this is what I do for a living, <laughs> apart from working. Um, people. Um, I have been joined by Marcy Lolo. Um, I like to say thank you to her. And if anybody else does want to do a podcast with me, I want your friend Toya actually. I need to give yeah, her, I need Toya. to do a podcast with her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Shotana, if I can get Shaw. Um, people, um, yeah, to come and do a podcast with me. I want to talk to more people like this. I'm just giving them, everyone, everyone's been asked the same question, so don't worry about it. Everyone's been asked the same question. But that last question always gets people talking. I love that one, like, what would you do? Everyone's like, they don't know. They wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, people, I've been your boy Teddy Hoggle. Like, subscribe, and all that other jazz. Later, dudes.